When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If there was something in the music industry, right, that you could change, what would it be? I would say more female country artists on the radio because there's not a lot of them. And there are so many talented women out there. Go for your dreams and be persistent, but also be smart and try to learn, adapt and evolve. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Vision Quest Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Philip. On this show, we love to talk about music and culture with artists and creators who are making positive waves in our community. In this episode, we've got two fabulous guests. First off, he's an LA-based, Argentinian-born singer-songwriter and producer, Juan Abesha. And our featured artist, she's also an LA-based country singer-songwriter from Sweden. She's been releasing some wonderful new music this year. And she's also a featured creator here at Vision Quest Sound. Please welcome Sandra North. Sandra and Juan, thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Thank you, Philip. Congratulations, because you put out a wonderful song. Same story about a broken heart. Beautiful songwriting and production. Let's talk about the song. It means so much to me. I feel like it's the song that I've been waiting my life to write. It's filled with anticipation and disappointment. Or I wrote it after a specific event. When you have those events that keep repeating in your life, sort of, and you're like, okay, I've been here before. I sort of sat down and wrote, wrote those lyrics. And I've always had that kind of feeling where I also where I wanted a really badass kind of angry song to let my rock side of me out. So I that's what I try to convey to Juan and he put together this amazing track to it. And sometimes the best songs come from painful moments that keep reoccurring in your life. Sometimes you just need to get it out. That's what it sounds like this one was to you. Let's give some shout-outs to the musicians, the songwriters, the producers on this track. So a big shout-out to Chris Rios for helping us with that. And then we have our friend Jeffrey Timmick as a keyboard player. Cool. Shout out to Jeffrey. Awesome job. Juan plays a lot of the instruments on the track. I play the rest. (laughs) I was a producer. I recorded harmonica, banjo, bass, and all guitars and backing vocals. The song opened up with an awesome banjo. That was great, man. And then you opened up and you rocked out. Okay, so tell us about that. What made you choose the banjo on this particular like hard kind of country rock song, Juan? I don't know. Whenever I write a song, I just, I hear it in my head. Let's say I hear 80% of the song already completed in my head, and I just have to work to get there. And then the other 20 is just, it starts, I don't know, just appearing as you go along. Yeah. I love your partnership, you and Juan, and you know, the songwriting, the singing, and then how Juan puts everything together with the production. Yeah, who, ma- who mixed and mastered it? In Nashville, Daniel Dennis. We work with him now on the latest two songs. Super good guy. Oh, 
Cool. I know there are some challenges about being a country artist in California, in Los Angeles. What opportunities do you think that's presented to you as a country artist here in LA? When I got here, I wasn't expecting to have country here. I've traveled through the South a bit before, which is where I fell in love with it. But then the school that I chose, the most contemporary school, was out here, which is why I came out here to Hollywood five years ago, almost five years ago. So I wasn't really, I didn't have any expectations on that. So t- to me, it's that fact that there are some country bars and some a bit of an industry here it was something positive to me. I was happy about that. How did you find each other and become like an awesome songwriting production force that you are today? Take us back to that story. He crashed my birthday party <laughs> one year. <laughs> so that that was it. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> like one of my friends knew Sandra and it was Sandra's birthday, you know, and we're all international here. So whenever there's a party somewhere, we all go there. We crashed Sandra's yeah. party. Well, I'm glad that that happened. I mean, fast forward to now. We always like to ask, what have you been doing in quarantine? I mean, everyone's been handicapped. Shows have been canceled. We've had to pivot our whole artist career, you know, any career. How have you been changing things up? Well, luckily, we had a lot of uh, material recorded so we could actually we we, in the beginning we were sort of happy to get that break so we could edit and do all the post-production stuff try to finish up a few songs and uh and do what we can from from home i've done a lot of promotion for the same story about a broken heart the song that's out now spent a lot of time i promoted that more than i ever have before with my music uh which has gotten some great results so so i'm really happy about that congratulations because you've been featured for our audience listening sandra has been featured on vision quest sound uh one two three maybe even four times. But I mean, you've got two articles. We did a review and you also have a creator profile. And so congratulations. Thank you. Tell us about all the features in, in the magazine because there's plenty, right? Yeah, I've, I've gotten a hold of quite a few bloggers. I've gotten some reviews. We I've contacted a lot of radio stations. So it's being played on the radio in Norway and Denmark now as well. And then a bit about, uh, across Europe, France and UK and Australia now too. We are on the charts at a Country Thunder top 20 charts for six weeks now. That's excellent. Juan, tell us what's been going on with you because now we're post-quarantine, but we know that you've been keeping busy with music, your creative stuff, your life. Catch us up on what you've been doing. Well, we were very lucky. Like Sandra said, that we had stuff recorded that we could edit. We still have a lot of work to do. We live like one block and a half away from each other, so it's, it's easier. And then I've been editing and I'm working on, on a song of for my project. It's called Vicious Rooster. It will be out two months. Vicious Rooster. I love that name. I, I just hear a wild guitar riff. Like anytime someone would say Vicious Rooster. And something that we both learned is that it was our first time doing lives. I started being live on Instagram. I was a part of a Chris Cornell tribute. And then I, I did two live streams for Argentina. And then with Sandra, we have a couple coming up next, yeah, yeah. next week. Yeah, it's been nice because it's a new skill, I guess, to yeah. play and not really have an audience and to try to connect through your social media. We don't have too many people from Sweden coming to America to be a country artist. Take us back to your first love, Sandra. Oh, wow. Yeah, it feels like a long journey. I mean, I've always been singing. Like I said, I grew up with like more classic rock and pop because that's what we had. Now that I think about it, I think a few country songs reached me when I was younger. One song I remembered is Carlene Carter. The every little thing like that came out i don't know 94 or something so that's one of the ones that i heard when i was little and then shania twain of course but 
other than that, like it's more pop rock in Sweden. So. Yeah, we love Roxette. Yes, we have a lot of mutual ground like that because we, yeah, Roxette is one of them. <laughs> Tell us the story about you. So the next one coming out is called You. And uh, I wrote it together with my other guitarist, Casey Lau, who wrote the music and sent it my way. And I wrote the lyrics for it. And then Juan, we asked him to jump in as usual so he added his little flair and some riffs and arrangement and uh, made it really great uh, daniel dennis in nashville is mixing it as we speak so it'll be out really soon yeah it's this cute song i have to say it's a being in love song sort of so it's, it's a sweet summer song that i feel is fitting to have out now so folks let's listen Now, Juan, you seem to be like the go-to country gunslinger here in Hollywood. I mean, Sandra North, Kylie Stone. I mean, who's next? Shania Twain. What's going on over here? I consider myself kind of like a, I would say more like an artistic producer and multi-instrumentalist. More because I know exactly what I want from each instrument doesn't mean that I play perfectly each instrument. So I get what I want from each thing. If I don't know how to play it, I try to get that sound. Doesn't matter if I'm using a conventional way or a non-conventional way. I don't care. I just want it done. I can't wait to meet you, Juan. That's great. I, I loved your article on Vision Quest Sound from, from bedroom to studio. Thanks for giving us the chance to write, you know, and, and, and being part of the Vision Quest family. I did learn a lot, you know, about your songwriting process and what goes on in the crazy mastermind of Juan Abesha. So that was cool. <laughs> When you come up with a song idea, how do you work out a song without playing an instrument? I think for me it started, because I've always liked writing also, so it, it probably started as poems way back when. If I back up 10, 15 years, I was just writing poems for my own sake. I never published anything or like put them out or even showed them to people. So it was just, luckily, Juan is a very close friend of mine. And I was in a songwriting class here in America. So I wrote lyrics down and I showed them to him. And he, uh, it was Try Again, our first song. And he, uh, it took like 15 minutes. He told me to be quiet. And he, he had the music in his head, like by reading my lyrics. I might even have like a melody or like I, I might borrow a melody in my head, uh, even just to have like sort of a phrasing. Hey, if there was something in the music industry, right, that you could change, what would it be? I would say more female country artists on the radio because there's not a lot of them. And there are so many talented women out there. You know, I feel like the great songs that we all know and love, they're not made today the same way. What are your top three favorite all-time country songs? Ooh, I would say The House That Built Me with Miranda Lambert also. Such a pretty, pretty story. Like, I relate to that like crazy. Carrie Underwood has a lot of I was brokenhearted and hurt kind of songs before he cheats or undo it and all those songs. Uh, Sandra, somewhere in this world could be Sweden, could be Nashville. But there's a little version of Sandra North 
What advice can you tell her? Not care so much about what people think and to listen to what makes you happy and to be more confident, do what you love and not care so much, I guess. I would say, yeah, go for your dreams and be persistent, but also be smart and try to, to learn, adapt and evolve. That's wonderful. Amen. What a blessing. Hey, thank you guys so much for being on our show. Thanks thank you. you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Hi, this is Philip from Vision Quest Sound. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please support our podcast by donating any amount that's in your heart. It will help us sustain future episodes, as well as support the artists and creators that are on this show. I'm Philip from Vision Quest Sound, signing off. Every time I-